Welcome to the Starch Solution Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Healthy Emmy. I am a nutritionist and the creator of the Slim on Starch program. If you want to lose weight on a plant-based diet, listen to this podcast. Also, bonus points, go and watch all of my YouTube videos, Healthy Emmy on YouTube. But if you're really serious about this, go to healthyemmy.org, apply to work with me as well as a mindset coach and a nutrition coach, and let's do this thing. Now, on to the podcast. Hi, I'm Healthy Emmy. I am a nutritionist. I am a weight loss specialist, but I am also passionate about clean, natural living and minimalism and how to embrace living a simple life where you can enjoy the simple pleasures and not one where you're overwhelmed by stuff and things in your environment, both physically and mentally as well. I've said it once and I will say it again that when it comes to minimalism, don't feel like you have to identify yourself as a minimalist that has one fork and that's it. What is a six to me is a nine to you, meaning that what I feel is good minimalist practice is gonna be different from what you feel is a good minimalist practice. And that is okay. Minimalism is here counterintuitively to enhance your life experience and add to it and not feel like a burden and not feel like a cult that you need to fit into. So use the principles that I talk about today in ways that will serve you. Don't force yourself to do things that you don't like or that feel unnatural to you. You don't need to lose your identity and identify as a minimalist. You can embrace these principles to help live a more simple, clean, effortless life. Principle number one, if you haven't used it in the last year, get rid of it. I know that we have items that we say, just in case, I might need it. Have you used it within the last year? If you haven't used it within the last year, then it's very unlikely that you're going to use it within the next year. Of course, there are exceptions for these things like your fire extinguisher or your EpiPen, but for most things that are laying around that we haven't touched and that are collecting dust, it's okay to get rid of them. A lot of the things that go into that bin and into that category from the first rule of things that you haven't touched for the last year are applicable to the second rule that I live by, which is the Amazon 20 rule. I've renamed this to the Amazon 20 rule. It used to be called the 20 for 20 rule, which meant that if you could get it within 20 minutes of your house and it was less than $20 and you weren't sure if you needed it or not, then it was time to get rid of it. Now, this doesn't mean that everything in your house that's under $20 that you can get within 20 minutes of your house needs to go. It means that if you are unsure as to whether or not you need something, and it falls into that category, get rid of it. So I call it the Amazon 20 rule. If I have something in my house and I think, hmm, do I really need this? I don't think I do, but what if I need it just in case, just in case I have to go to a party and we have to wear yellow tutus, should I keep this yellow tutu? If I can get it for less than $20 on Amazon and I'm unsure if I really truly do need it, I'm going to get rid of it. Principle number three that I live by is the just in case principle. If I ever use that phrase just in case and it's not a safety item, out it goes. Like I said with my last example, just in case I have a party where I have to wear a yellow tutu or just in case I need this random cord that I have absolutely no idea what it goes to. All of these principles sort of tie together. I've used the phrase just in case, which I know once I use that phrase, I'm not in my minimalist mindset. The second thing, I can probably get it for under 20 bucks on Amazon. And the third thing is that that random cord, I have no idea what it even goes to and I haven't used it within the last year get rid of it. And like I said, if you're unsure, if you really are nervous about getting rid of your just-in-case items, put them into a storage bin, 
put them away and see if you end up even touching them. The next principle is the one in one out rule or as healthy dad says one in two out, which means if you bring something into the home, I like the one in two out rule. If you bring something into the home, then two things have to come out of the home because once we start to bring more things in, more things in, more things in, they add up. We don't realize how much stuff we have until if you've ever moved house or if you've moved apartments or you've just moved in general, you think, oh, I don't have that much stuff. And then you start packing it up. It's like, where did all of this come from? My apartment just gained a thousand square feet, it seems, because I don't know where I've been storing all of this stuff all of this time. We have a lot more possessions than we think that we do. So if you're going to bring something into the home, bring two things out of the home. Principle number five is to prioritize experiences over tangible objects. When it comes to the holidays, for example, my significant other and I, we don't do physical tangible gifts to one another. We actually plan a trip every year and that's our Christmas gift to one another. Experiences studies show are much more fulfilling and bring long lasting happiness in comparison to tangible physical items. The joy that we get from physical items fizzles out very quickly, whereas an experience will enhance our human experience and our life experience and be something that we can talk about for many years to come. On the other hand, a physical item is probably going to become outdated soon or broken soon or lose the spark that it once gave us, whereas the memory that we make in an experience is one that will stay with us forever. And the bonding that happens when you do it with somebody else too is it's one that you can't put into words how special it is. If you are in the gift giving season, something that I personally do is for individuals that I know want to give a physical gift to me, I will give them a list of experiences that I would like if they, I, first off, I'm the type of person I say, please do not give me a gift. I do not want a physical gift. But there are people that are insistent around the holidays or birthdays for giving a gift and that I understand. And in those scenarios, I will give them a list of here are the things that I would love. I would love a massage or a gift card to my significant other and I, our favorite sushi place that we like to go to. So these are the things that we, the experiences that we want to prioritize over physical stuff and things coming into the house. Tip number six is to master the art of saying no. When we load up our calendar with so many things and we are here and there and everywhere and we have all these tasks and responsibilities and obligations, we get so lost in the day-to-day -day shuffle that we numb out and we're not able to experience the true emotions and the joy that comes with the human experience and being able to be a living, breathing human that if you're watching this video, you're probably in a position where you're a lot better off and you might recognize. If you have access to a phone to watch me or a computer to watch me, you're probably in a scenario where you have a lot more resources than a large majority of the world. And there's a lot for us to be grateful for. And if we say yes to everything, we're saying no to ourselves because we're not allowing ourselves to slow down and enjoy this life. We're gonna look back on the end of the years coming up. Where the heck did 2023 go? Where the heck did this year go? Because we've been lost in the shuffle. So by mastering the art of saying no, you prioritize 
the experiences that are going to be truly impactful for you and you allow yourself to maximize those experiences and the great emotions that come from them. Tip number seven is to get rid of any duplicates. Do you have two hairbrushes? Do you have two can openers? What is it that you have multiples of? We absolutely do not need an extra can opener. Remember the 20 for 20 rule. Remember the just in case rule. If we can get it on Amazon for less than 20 bucks and we have a spare can opener just in case, that would probably do a lot better being donated to Goodwill where somebody that might not be able to afford that can opener can get it for a lot cheaper of a price. So do some, some good doing in the minimum minimalism process as well. But anything that we have two of, we absolutely do not need. It's just causing clutter. Tip number eight comes from the queen Marie Kondo herself, which is, does this item serve purpose or spark joy? We need to hold every single item that we have and say, does this have a purpose or does this spark joy? If it's not one or the other, then we don't need it. This is my tripod that I use for Zoom calls. This serves purpose. It stays. If I were to pick up, I don't even have an example of something that doesn't have purpose or joy because I've gotten rid of it already, but the tchotchkes, anything, you know, open up your desk. I'm sure there's things in there that they have, they serve absolutely no purpose and they don't spark joy when you hold it. For me, this has been very impactful in the fashion world. I love fashion. I love clothing. I love it. And when I started to investigate minimalism, this was something that became very confusing for me because I love clothing, but I also don't like the idea of having so much stuff. And so how did I find the middle ground there? And I recognized that something that I was overlooking was I thought that every single item that I had had to serve purpose and I failed to recognize that it could spark joy as well. And if it's not one or the other, then you probably have to get rid of it. Tip number nine is to have a regular decluttering routine. For me, it's Sundays. And I have my certain decluttering that I do every Sunday. For example, every Sunday I clean out the fridge. Every Sunday I clean out the cabinets. You can make the same routine where every Saturday you declutter your kitchen. Every Sunday you declutter your office. And you'll be surprised because you will find new things every single week. And this gives you routine and rhythm and also makes it so that the decluttering process is not this huge, overwhelming, daunting task that you do once every spring. You know what Michael Scott says, if you do your spring cleaning in the winter, then guess what you have to do in the spring? Nothing. Rule number 10 is a 30-day challenge. And sometimes I will set these 30-day challenges for myself where for 30 days, every day I get rid of one item. And that is something that I would be open to us doing together as a community. If you would be interested in that, then I'm actually gonna make that the comment of the day for this video. Please comment and let me know if you would like to do a 30-day challenge. And if I get enough comments, if I get 500 comments saying to do a 30-day challenge together where we all declutter one item for 30 days and I will vlog it, then let's do that together. If you enjoyed this video, make sure to hit subscribe. I upload a new video every Wednesday and Saturday, and I've been doing lifestyle videos on Mondays as well. I love you, honeys. I'll see you in my next video. Woo!